<laughs> Clearly, I do not have perfect pitch. Do, do, do. I've become pilgrim. It's become pilgrimage again. No, it's not that. Um, uh. I really like the feeling of this song. I feel like I've just switched places to your opinion about pilgrimage. <laughs> well, I don't necessarily think that this is the best song on the album, or whatever. But I just, I really like it. I have no idea what the lyrics are. I don't care for once. It just washes <laughs> over me and it's like... Like, the percussion is great. Like, it just hits there, like, carries it along. It's less rocky than um, Radio Free Europe. It's much more head-boppy than, like, dancey. Um, mm. But I really like it. The only thing that irritates me slightly is the chorus. Just going, laughing, mm. laughing, dude. Which, again, feels a bit like <laughs> Pilgrimage in the sense that it just, it carries me along to the next bit. I think that was to where To the bit I where was... he like, that's not really how it goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm presuming, dear listener, if if you've, uh, if you're even tuning in, you have some way of accessing uh, the actual music. So you're not reliant on us to faithful, faithfully recreate it no that would be a bad idea that would be that would be terrible it'd be like the oh what was that that movie i never saw it but uh it was the one where you've got uh, jack black and i want to say most deaf like working in a video shop and they managed to erase... oh be kind rewind yeah i really wanted to see that but i never did and it's probably like 15 years old now but it's just like the idea of us doing like a be kind, rewind <laughs> on <laughs> on the whole of REM's back catalogue. <laughs> I mean, and just that would be very, very roughly <laughs> approximating from memory using no instruments except our vocal cords and maybe a table. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a brilliant idea. Um, it is a brilliant idea and I like the song and you are listening to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught a podcast about REM stuff presented by Lynn Serrad Hallo and me Alistair Pitts <laughs> so welcome it's just you used uh, surnames I know I'm change. sorry it's, there was an element of like anonymity that I've been trying to maintain <sighs> and then thought that's, that's not going to work is it just thrown caution to thrown the wind thrown caution to the wind yeah what's this it's the third track on Murmur yeah we're racing through this thing we're racing through this thing I think this is a great song I think great is overstating the case yeah, fair enough I don't totally hate it I <laughs> Don't totally hate it is how it's I... It's somewhere between those two poles. Okay, do you prefer Pilgrimage, and in which case, why? Ah, uh, because it's better. Oh, right, no, that's fair. <laughs> no, um, I think the chorus on this one drags a bit more. I feel like the intro to this is quite promising. I like the more prominent bass and the clattery drums, and I kind of like that it builds up to like a big strike mm-hmm. where the whole band kind of like strikes a note together i don't know if they actually do that but and they kind of repeat that a few times but then once you get to the chorus it's just kind of like oh that's what we were building up to okay 
Yeah, I think when you say it like that, you're probably right. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have that kind of like satisfying climax. But I think that's kind of a thing that I like about it. Not that I'm against satisfying climaxes. This sounds really bad. <laughs> Loot. I'm so sorry. I'm a little bit sorry. Get your minds out of the gutter, listener. <laughs> um, Lynn is speaking strictly musically. I feel like it achieves what Pilgrimage I didn't felt like achieved so much, which was a song that... Goes on a journey but never arrives. Yeah, it's a bit more... Oh, thank you for acknowledging my... Brilliant (laughs) (laughs) pilgrimage pun. It's a bit more engaging, Mm. I find, than pilgrimage. Like, it does have that similar feel of, like, it's going along. Like, it's just... Pilgrimage is like a lazy river to the next track, and this is like a slightly more exciting river. Yeah, I think I I I just like the mysterious, mysterious mood of pilgrimage. Yeah, I guess this is a bit more straightforward. It does feel a little bit less... um, I mean, like I said, it's it's not crap. It's just, to me, it's not, I don't know. It doesn't have a, <laughs> I'm going to say satisfying climax. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> That's just funny to say. <laughs> no, I think it's less less of a distinct mood. Like, mm-hmm. it can't quite decide what it's trying to be. Or, like, it, it has, like, an initial good idea and then the next idea isn't, is interesting. I think that's fair. I don't think, yeah, it doesn't maintain the level of interest throughout. Any interest-wise in the lyrics? Oh, I've always interested in the lyrics. And the lyrics are laughing, 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 too. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what the lyrics of the verses are. Well, this is interesting because I'm going to have to Google this. Yeah, please. But I've always caught the... Something like, and her two sons. Well, it's mine. And her two sons. But it's Laocoon. L-A-O-C-O. O with an umlaut. N. So I'm kind of like, ah, no idea. Are you looking this up? I am looking this up. Thank you, I appreciate it. Oh, okay. So it is a figure in Greek and Roman mythology. Okay. He was a Trojan priest yeah. who attacked with his two sons. Oh, he was attacked by giant serpents sent by the gods. Classic. Yeah, which was kind of unkind of them, but I don't really know whether he deserved it. Probably not, because... The... I was just about to go on to talk about some books, but that's just <laughs> no, irrelevant. What books? Um... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's not me. Well, it's never stopped... Um... Relevance or lack of has never stopped us before. <laughs> that's true. No, I just don't think it's come up. So, but I, I, I'm reading the Soldier in the Mist of the Mist series or something by Jim Wolf at the moment. So, oh, okay. Which is set in they're good. They're I'm on the halfway through the second one, so halfway through the series, the whole things it's three books. Oh, cool. It's about this. Well, you, it's not. Is it a spoiler alert? Mm. <laughs> Slight spoiler alert. Just put that in here. The first book is Soldier of the Mist. So, if you haven't read that, my spoiler is for the end of book one. Okay. For context. Wah, 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 wah. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's set in... Is it the Peloponnesian War era? Okay. No. Might be before the it's before the Peloponnesian War. It's the kind of just post-Thermopylae like, sort of Persian War kind of era. Oh, okay. In ancient Greece. And it follows yep. a guy who is a mercenary who you discover is Roman. Of course, this is before Rome was like a major power. A big deal. It's a thing, but it's not... Yeah, it's a thing, but it's not like a big thing. When they were just like a little indie startup city. But there's there's quite a lot of like reference to Greek mythology and stuff because the plot twist, as it were, 
it's not much of a twist. It's more like the thing that propels the story along mm. is that he maintains his memory for roughly like 12 hours. Oh. So, I mean, like basic things that he kind of learns as a childhood or like when he was younger, he doesn't forget. So he can still talk and write and that kind of thing. But he loses his memory for like events, basically mm. kind of every sort of 12 hours. Graduate. So it's like that what that Christopher Nolan film is it Memento? I Memento, yeah. It's a so bit he has to like... keep taking Polaroids, except that's a problem. Yeah. So instead of taking Polaroids, he writes stuff down, ah. and like the premise is the book is like the scrolls that he wrote. Oh, okay. So I mean, there are broad like historical events in it, but it's fictional. And in addition to the memory loss, he can also see the blurb on the book. Again, a lot of blurb feels like it was written by people that have not really read the book. Uh, as somebody who works, you know, in publishing, I refuse to comment either way. Okay, fair enough. Because he sees Greek gods and mythical creatures and stuff. Mm. And it's sort of, I don't know, there's a tiny suggestion that maybe it's because he's got a head injury, which he does have a head injury. Mm. Like whether this is related to the memory loss or whatever. But it's, it also seems pretty clear in the book that like these are literal creatures that he can see. Like, it's not just all in his head. But anyway, so there's a lot of, like... I've had to look bits up because I don't really know much about Greek mythology. <laughs> so often, like, characters will show up and I'm like, I don't know who this person is or meant to be. Yeah, you're not a major god that everyone's heard of. Occasionally, major gods do show up and I'm like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> um, but some, like, more minor ones do. Anyway, yeah, it's interesting. It's good. I'm just skimming the uh, the Wikipedia article and apparently in some versions of the myth, this Laokun dude was killed for having sex with his wife in the temple of poseidon right which apparently Seems harsh. is yeah know. yeah a bit of a bit of an overreaction on poseidon's part there's no pleasing some some gods. some water deities they were just expressing how comfortable they felt in your temple yeah you should take it Who as a hasn't... compliment you jerk <laughs> your dad seems a bit harsh can just people like tart at them <laughs> slap on the wrist yeah exactly where were we? Laughing. That's where we were. We were. Laughing too. <laughs> Why are they laughing? Is it established in the lyrics? Because I don't know. Uh, I, I think, Is it ironic I think, laughing? Is it sad laughing? I think I think they are um, spitefully laughing at Lao Kuhn's, uh tragic fate. Okay, so they like have gone to a classics class yeah. at university or something. Just going. This is a crazy story. Hilarious. Ha ha ha. What an idiot. You should have known that getting it on with your wife in uh, a grumpy deity's temple is just asking for trouble. So, you know. What happened with Poseidon's wife? Maybe he was bitter. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this was uh, from skimming the Wikipedia article. I think it was Laocoon's wife. So I don't think he was sleeping with Poseidon's okay. wife because that would be... I don't want to say justified <laughs> murdering, but would at least be kind of slightly more like you could see why you might be upset. Sure. And also, it's not like temples have like lots of. I mean, part of me is just probably thinking too much about the the mechanics <laughs> of this whole situation, and just temples. I think of having lots of cold stone surfaces, and that not being mm -hmm. necessarily uh, ideally suited for such activities. But uh, I think moving on. Uh, talk about the passion. Talk about go. the passion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's seamless. It's seamless. It's seamless. Who knew? Don't know. Yeah, who knew that, like, this is so... It's so thematically related. Laughing, laughing, laughing. What is the word after the last laughing? Is it to or you or soon? I'm just trying to think of words I, it could be. I mean, the version I have says lighted laughing in tune, lighted, lighted laughing. So it's not laughing, laughing, laughing. It's lighted laughing. Yeah. Lighted, 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 lighted laughing. laughing. Yeah. 
wouldn't have got that. I mean, there's a line in it that says martyred misconstrued. Okay, which so maybe it is about Lankoon. I, I wouldn't really say it's martyrdom, though, is it? If you get killed by God for sleeping with your own wife in a temple, is that martyrdom? Um, I mean, you're going to die for your faith, no, or a cause, no. No. The cause is being able to get it on wherever you damn like. <laughs> okay. Without yeah. interference from guys with tridents. It's a problem. So I think I think this is probably uh, uh, cryptically anti-nuclear because obviously Poseidon has a trident. Trident is <gasps> a kind of nuclear missile, though I don't yes. know whether that was the kind of nuclear missile they had back then. But yeah. Was it Polaris that predated them? I think so. From my limited knowledge of James Bond films that I watched two decades ago. If you're not going to get your facts about like warfare from James Bond, I don't know. <laughs> What's the point of even watching them? Right. Thank you very much, dear listeners, for joining us once again. We'll be back next time. <laughs> Hopefully you've had a few laughs listening to us. Yeah, I'm just going to go and kind of laugh to myself. That seems appropriate. Yeah, get in touch. Sure. What's the worst thing to happen? I do appreciate it. Come back next time where it will be a different recording session and we will be more focused, more prepared. I make no such promises. Lynn may be more prepared, <laughs> more focused. I feel like I'll probably be more coherent. I don't know what's wrong with me this evening. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On. GDGCpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> I'm not sure this was the kind of laughter that R.E.M. were talking about. Who knows? They're purposefully vague. Purposefully vague should be what this podcast is talking about. It's called, whatever.